Hi, I'm April Adams Pertwee. I'm your host of the Inside Story podcast. I've been telling people stories my entire adult life as a broadcast journalist, video producer, and digital storyteller. These days, you can find me at Light Beamers, where I'm building a community of women who are ready to step into their brave by sharing their story with the world. On the Inside Story podcast, I'm bringing you some of the best stories I'm discovering from both the women inside of my community, as well as from around the streets of the internet. Plus, I'm digging deep to share some of my own stories with you along the way. My hope is that these stories will help encourage you to examine your own story so that you can share it with other people. I have a motto at Light Beamers. When we share our stories, we shine a light. So with that in mind, let's get down to business today and share the light found in this episode. Hello, 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 Light Beamers. Welcome to the Inside Story Podcast. I'm your host, April Adams Pertwee, and I'm so happy you're here today. It's just me today, and I have a topic that I want to share with you that is literally being stripped from real-time experience in my own life uh, right now. I'm calling this episode Being in the Valley because over the past several weeks, that is exactly where I have been. I have been in the valley of life. And if you're not familiar with that term, the valley, what I mean by that is that I've just really been nav navigating some really tough things, some emotional uh, things that have had me feeling really down and discouraged. And even, even I dare say a little bit depressed on some days. And the reason why I wanted to talk about this today and to bring this to the Inside Story podcast, because number one, it is an inside story. This is something real that I have been going through, but I also think it's a really important piece of storytelling. I think that it, the world that we live in today is pretty filtered and it's very curated. The type of content that people put out there, myself included, I know I am extremely uh, guilty of this at times, right? We put out content that is very filtered and curated and polished and it gets put on Instagram and it's got a filter and it goes in the grid and it's on the perfect little spot and it's just the right time and all of those things. And I think that we run the risk of getting caught up in that, that we forget to share our real stories that are happening in our real lives. And this is a real story that I've been experiencing in my real life that I felt it just was extremely important to share here on the podcast today. So being in the Valley, I think so often that people are just kind of scared to share their stories because of the fact that our stories are just not perfect, are they? Like they're messy. Sometimes they're even dark and traumatic. Sometimes being in the valley of life is sad or lonely or hard or depressing or, you know, kind of emotional. I know my valley of late has been extremely emotional. I have been feeling a lot of different feelings and I've been feeling them all at once. And so I think that's all the more reason to be sharing my own Valley experience with you today is because that it's important. Maybe you 
are in the valley right now, right along with me. Maybe you've just come out of a valley. Maybe you're not in a valley right now, but you may be in a valley next week or next month or soon because that's just part of life as well. Like we are going to have times when we're in the valley. And I think that the more we talk about it, the more that we can normalize it and the more that we can make it okay when you're in the valley. I will say that this time around, when I have been going through the the feelings that I've been going through over the last several weeks, that one of the things that I really want to celebrate is the fact that I just allowed myself to be there, that I knew that I was going to be okay. I knew that it was temporary. I knew that this was just kind of a phase that I was going through. And that part of going through the valley is that word through, like I had to just get through it. And in order to do that, I had to just walk the walk. I couldn't rush it. I couldn't skip it. I couldn't jump out of it. I was in it. And so I just am celebrating the fact that, um, that part of it was just acknowledging that I was in it and being okay that I was in it, just accepting it. Now, that doesn't mean that I didn't do some things to try to get myself out of the valley a little bit easier and faster. And I do want to share some of the things that I worked on. And honestly, I'm continuing to work on it because I'm feeling pretty good today. I felt really good over the weekend. We just came off Memorial Day weekend. And I have to say I had a really amazing weekend and I am feeling much stronger mentally right now. I'm feeling that I'm on the upswing and I am encouraged and I'm hopeful that I am through this most recent valley. I am through the darkest parts of it and that I am on, I am on the rise once again. However, I don't know. I really don't know. Something may be around the corner that I am not, you know, that I don't know is coming that I don't expect. And who knows, I may be right back in the valley again, sooner than later. But I do know that by coming forward and sharing my experience that it will help someone else. Like I said, maybe you're in the valley right now. Maybe you're coming out of the valley or you're going to soon find yourself in a valley. And I feel like the important part is that we talk about this and we share our stories around it because this is what storytelling can do for us. So let me start by just kind of sharing a little bit around what contributed to my valley this time around and why, and as I said earlier, why I was feeling all of these different feelings at one time. I think any one of these incidents or these kind of phases that I'm going through in life would cause its own valley. But the fact that I'm, that I'm navigating so many things at one time sort of led to this fact that I'm feeling all the feels at one time as well. So I'm going to start with just this first one. One of the things that, um, that kind of sent me over the edge and sent me into this Valley to begin with was, um, was really around dealing with my growing children. I have a, uh, two kids. If you don't know, I have two kids and they are both getting older. And my, my oldest child, my son is, um, just, just finished his junior year of high school. And so now he is officially a senior and my daughter just finished eighth grade and she is now going to be a ninth grader. And there was something that happened around just realizing that my time with them as being their full-time parent is limited. 
you know, I have a little bit of time left where they're actually still going to be at home and they're still going to be here for me to parent them, for my husband and I to parent them. And even with our son, that is starting to change and look a lot different because they he is independent and he is ready to be out on his own. And he is looking forward to college and he's looking forward to like, you know, getting out of the house and doing some things and doing, you know, being out on his own and expressing his independence. And even this summer, he's going to be gone all summer long away, um, working at a summer camp. And there was just this, this emotion that came over me towards the end of the school year, where I really began to get a glimpse of what life is going to look like in the next few years with our kids beginning to leave the house and then ultimately having our daughter leave, you know, being the one that leaves us completely as an empty nesters. And just being able to see a little bit of, of what's to come was a bit unnerving. And for those of you that have kids and you've gone through this stage and you've already got adult children out into the world, you may remember what this was like. I've talked to a lot of women in my network and friends of mine and my sister and people in my family and they've all, you know, told me what I'm feeling is very, very normal. And it was, it's, it's something that I, I know I'm going to walk through and I'm going to be okay. But in the moment when I first really began to conceptualize what this was going to be like, it sent me into a state of sadness. I really was just extremely sad. It was this shedding, this letting go, this idea that how I parent them going forward eventually will have to change. You know, I'm no longer parenting children. I will now eventually be parenting adults. And that looks a lot different. And so I needed some time in the valley to process that. I needed some time in the valley and in the dark and kind of behind closed doors to really get my head wrapped around what that was going to look like. And I needed to feel the emotions. I feel like I went through a little mourning process where I had to be sad about the fact that my children are growing up. You know, I had to be sad about the fact that I'm going to miss their, you know, all the little things that we've experienced as they were younger, you know, their sweet little voices, their funny little laughter and just the little things that you experience when you have little kids and just kind of mourning the loss of that. At the same time, I can assure you, I am also celebrating the fact that we have raised amazing kids who are ready for the world. You know, I'm celebrating the fact that they are equipped and they're ready to go. And that, you know, even my daughter, even though she has four more years at home, that she's now going to be ready for high school and taking on that stage of her life. My son's going to go out into the world that he's equipped and he's ready and that he's, he's fully capable. And I am celebrating that. So it's not that I'm not celebrating the good I am, but I needed a little time in the Valley to just mourn what is no longer going to be. And I think that again, as I said earlier, I think that's what I needed. I needed time to just, to just be in that space. I didn't want to rush through it and just try to only think of the positive. And if you know me in person, you know, I'm pretty much a person who's always trying to think of the positive, you know, I'm always trying to turn any situation around into how can I see this in a positive way? This particular time in the Valley over the last couple of weeks, I told myself, and I agreed that I needed to just 
be in the dark. I needed to be in the valley. I needed to be in a state of sadness. I needed to feel what I was feeling and honor those feelings. So that was one of the things that I was navigating and am continuing to navigate um, is that just the changing of my parental roles and, and how my children are growing up and it's, they're growing up so fast. Another thing that I've been navigating and I've talked about already a few times on this podcast is just the fact that, oh, man, everything is changing inside my body. Um, as I am navigating, going through menopause, uh, I recently hired a, a functional medicine expert to help me with just continuing to try to figure out how to regulate my hormones and how to get my nutrition on point and how to, um, I've been carrying around some extra weight that I've, it's been very challenging to lose. Um, I've wanted to make sure I was eating the right foods. And so anyway, over the last several, a lot, over the last couple of months, it's been a lot to take in. It's been a lot of tracking my food and wearing a glucose monitor and eating more protein. I typically eat a pretty vegetarian diet. I'm not a heavy meat eater. I eat a lot of fish, but other than fish, I don't really eat a lot of meat. And so I've had to really up my protein intake, which means I've actually incorporated eating some chicken back in my diet again, which I'm okay with, but it's just been a lot of change. And it just, honestly, it just got to the point where I've just like, it's been a really frustrating experience. You know, it's just been like, oh yeah, just all of it is just so hard. And again, those of you that have gone through menopause, I'm sure you remember. <laughs> I've had, again, many women that have gone through this ahead of me and they say, yeah, this is exactly what it's like. Um, there are just so many changes happening in our bodies at this stage of life that it's so much coming at us at one time. For me, I have felt like there's so much um, to try to figure out with uh, balancing my hormones and trying to navigate managing my weight and trying to make sure I'm getting enough exercise and make sure I'm getting enough nutrition and the correct, the right amount nutrition uh, to make sure I'm getting enough sleep, to make sure I'm taking care of my body. I'm doing self-care and it's just it's a lot of balls to juggle in the air at one time. And I think part of me going into the Valley over the last several weeks was part of like, just allowing myself to be frustrated by it all. You know, like I said, I was allowing myself to be sad um, when it came to looking at my role as a parent. When it looked, when I was looking at this role of of being a 50 year old woman going through a menopause, I allow, I just wanted to allow myself to be frustrated. You know, again, it's very easy for me and I'm usually pretty quick to like, okay, I can do this. Okay. Let's see the positive. Okay. Let's tackle this challenge. You know, that's, that's the normal April, but I needed a minute. I just needed a minute to be frustrated and to be irritated by it all. And also to get back into a state of acceptance. Um, I'm going to talk about acceptance here in a minute because that's been a key word that has come through for me during this time. So there was the sadness. I was feeling the sadness. Then I was feeling the frustration. Um, and then there is a whole nother stage of life that I'm in. That's, I, I don't know. It's actually more of a stage of business, I would say, and that my business is changing. And it's changing for the better. It is, it is growing. It is growing leaps and bounds. And 
I've done a lot over the past year to do a lot of shedding. There's been a lot of programs that I've let go of, and there's things that I'm changing about how I work with my clients. And, and I would say categorically, all of that has been really, really good and positive. Yet anytime you go through big change, whether it's, you know, physical change or financial change or, you know, uh, emotional, like it has been with all the other stuff I just mentioned, even when it comes to our businesses, when our businesses are changing and it morphing and growing into something new, there, there still is this feeling of like, oh my gosh, you know, this is like a whole nother level. This is like new territory for me. And there's always a feeling that I experience when I'm going through these kind of new layers and new levels is that I always have this little bitty baby voice inside my head, right? It's this little five-year-old April that says, you know, do I have what it takes? Am I going to be able to do this? Can I figure it out? Will this work? It's those questions that nag at you. And once again, I'm usually pretty good at like flicking those thoughts away and saying, Hey, we don't have time for that negative, that negative chatter right now. But in this case, when I was already in the Valley, I took some time to actually contemplate those questions. I took some time to say, you know what? I don't know. I don't know if this is going to work out. I don't know if I'm really capable of handling this. I don't really know if I have what it takes. And so I needed to go into the valley to look at myself in the mirror and to ask these really hard questions, because guess what? Really hard questions are going to produce some really powerful answers. And so the, the valley overall for me has been about, it's been a lot around shedding layers that I didn't even really realize that I needed to shed. I needed to shed my identity as a parent. It's not exactly right now, you know, I still have kids at home, but I realized that this is coming and I needed to start preparing myself for this new skin that I'm going to be wearing as a parent in the coming years. I needed to shed layers around my identity around you know, my body and who I am as a woman and how that's all changing right now. And I have to create acceptance around this, this older version of April that is, that exists, that is real. Like I'm not going to get younger. I'm going to get older. And that's just a fact of life. And so I needed to shed a layer around my identity of, of who I am as a female. And then I needed to shed the layers of my business, the things that once used to work in my business really, really well that are now being changed and morphed into different forms of how I work with my clients so that I can achieve new levels and attack new goals. But in order to do that, I needed to shed the old version of me, the old version of my business. You know, anytime you're going to a new level, you kind of have to step into this new version of yourself. You have to step into this this new version of April that I want to build, that I want to become. And in order to do that, I have to step into her before I actually feel very ready. You know, you ready never really comes, you guys, right? And so if you're building a business, you know this, you probably have experienced this yourself, but it's important to remember that in order to step up and step into this next layer, this next level of who you are, you're going to have to let go of who you've been up until this point. And that process is sometimes hard and sometimes a little painful and sometimes a little emotional. 
And I think for me, the emotion that I was feeling was a little bit of, of questioning, you know, am I really ready? Am I really capable? Am I really cut out for this? And I needed to sit with that. I needed to be in the valley to ask those questions. And I didn't need anyone else answering that for me. If I had gone to outside sources, I'm sure so many people would say, of course, April, of course you're ready. You've got this girl, you know, you're built for this. They would tell me everything that I needed to hear. But what I needed to hear was my voice. What I needed to hear was April saying, April, you've got this. April, you are so ready. Yes, let's do this. It's time to go. And in order to do that, I needed to get into the valley and to get quiet with myself so that I could step into that new version of me. And so shedding that identity and looking in the mirror is, is been a big part of this practice that I have been working on while I've been in the valley. So the big question then is then, as I sit here today, telling you that I'm having, um, this experience of feeling like that I'm coming out of the valley now is what did I do to get out of it? Because if you're currently in the valley or you've been there before, or you know, you're going to go there again, I think it is always helpful to hear about how people navigate these seasons of life. And for me, I got to be honest with you, this valley in particular, there was, it's like everything that I know has worked in the past did not work this time. <laughs> you know, I could journal and I could read and I can sit with my quiet time. And I did all of those things and I could seek advice. And yes, I did that. And, you know, I could listen to other people's stories and yes, I did that too. And all of that helps. But the thing that I had to do, I had, I had to go deeper. I had to go deeper than all of those things. And while I was in the Valley, and as I am continuing to climb out of that Valley now, I would tell you, that the thing that worked and that was required of me this time around was that I had to go deeper and deeper with God. I had to really listen for God's voice and for his guidance, because I realized that I am not in control. And that is such a hard thing. I mean, I think we know that we're not in control, but then when we really realize we're not in control and that I cannot control the outcome of some of these things that I'm navigating, I had to really let go. And this is where the word acceptance came in. As I was going deeper and deeper with God and really dedicating more time um, of my morning quiet time, reading, journaling, praying, reading scriptures, just doing this deep spiritual work, I felt like I needed to just really overhaul everything that I was thinking. My mindset needed an overhaul. My, um, my approach needed an overhaul. Um, I needed time to spend in the Valley so that I could figure out what that overhaul was going to look like. And really what needed the overhaul the most was, was me accepting this is where I'm at in my life, accepting the fact that I have kids that are growing up and that they will be soon out into the real world. And I have to trust that I've done enough to prepare them. I have to figure out how to be a parent to adult children versus being a parent to children that are young. And I had to accept that. I have to accept the fact that I'm not 30 <laughs> and I'm not 40 and I'm never going back there. That the only thing that is going to happen is that I'm going to continue to get older and I have to figure out the very best way that I can take care of myself and take care of my body so that I feel my very, very best. 
And I'm working on that. I am actively working on that. But I had to accept the fact that this is where I am in life. And I had to learn to embrace it. So now when I wake up every morning, it's like, okay, I got another day. And I'm so appreciative of it. I'm so appreciative of the time that I've been given, right? And so there had to be acceptance around this phase that I'm going through and I'm as I'm aging and going through menopause and dealing with a lot of the wackadoodle hormonal feelings that I'm experiencing. And then even with my business, I had to accept the fact that um, I am, <laughs> I had to actually own the fact, you know, I really accept and own the fact that I do freaking know what I'm doing, right? I, you don't get to be in your mid 50 or early fifties as I am. It really doesn't matter the age, but you just don't get to be at this level and at this stage of business, if you haven't put in the hard work and I had to sit and really honor myself for doing the hard work. Like I'm not a beginner business anymore. This is not me just playing around. This is, this is me actually building something that is going to make an impact and create a legacy for a lot of people. And I had to own that. That sounds really big and it is big, but I had to really own it. And during this time, when I've been in the Valley this season, um, over the last few weeks, I have to tell you that I have had the most extraordinary women walk into my life that want to be clients of mine. They have come to me. They have found me. They have been referred to me. They have, <laughs> I don't even know how they found me in some cases, but they have entered into my life and they have said, you, April, you are the one that I want to work with. You are the one that I want helping me do this thing. Um, a lot of these women's are, are writing books and stepping on stages and doing some really big work in the world. And man, I needed some time in the Valley because I have to shed the old April in order to serve these women at the level that they are at. These are very accomplished women. These are women doing big, bold work in the world. And I have to be ready. I have to match that energy. And so I needed to go through the Valley so that I could shed the old layer of April and I could make room for clients such as these women to come into my world so that I could say yes to them. And it has been really so affirming to have that experience with them, just to, just to see the quality of, of clients that I can attract because I'm doing this work. So I'm really, really grateful for that. But I really, I really like the analogy. I, I thought about this um, a couple of days ago. I was thinking, man, this is, this is what a midlife crisis really looks like. I mean, this is what I now understand why people have talked about midlife crises over the years. <laughs> but I don't think the word crisis is the right word. I do think it's midlife. I mean, I'm 51. I mean, this is happening. I mean, our parents are aging. Our kids are growing up. We probably have established ourselves in our work and in our field and our, in our businesses. And, you know, we definitely are going through menopause. A lot of things are changing all at once. And there is, there is transformation that is happening. I don't think it's a crisis though. I think it's transformation, just like the story arc that I teach. The middle is that transformative piece. And so I really thought of it more as, you know, the caterpillar that's shedding its skin so that it can bloom into this, into the, the butterfly. It's a slow period of life. It's a emotional process, 
but it's a beautiful one, right? And it's really not a midlife crisis. It's a midlife transformation. And I think that that's what I'm going through, honestly. And so those are the things that have helped me kind of create the awareness that I needed to create. I needed to sit in the pit for a little bit. And even along the way, I felt like it was important to share the story. So there's been a couple of posts on social media that I have shared over the last couple of weeks, just kind of, you know, coming clean and, and admitting that I was, you know, going through a bit of a rough patch. And even again, sharing this episode here on the Inside Story podcast is I did that because I feel like it's so important that we share the story because like I said, if you're in the Valley, I want to remind you that you are not alone. And maybe hearing a little bit of my story will help pull you up and through to the other side so that you can experience your own transformation, that you can learn what you need to learn right now from this particular valley that you're in so that you can use it uh, for good on the other side once you're out of that valley. I think it also serves as a reminder that we need to normalize being in the valley. You know, life is a roller coaster. There are ups and downs and there's always going to be more ups and downs coming our way. That's just life in general. And I think that we're really good as a society and especially in the digital age that we live in, um, primarily due to social media. I think that we're pretty good at sharing the ups. We're really, really good at sharing the highlight reel, but we're not so good at sharing the downs, right? And I know that when I have talked with women, they have often said to me that they don't want to share their downs because they don't want to feel like they're being a Debbie Downer. Like, I don't want to share that with my audience because I don't want to make my audience feel bad. I don't want to bring my audience down. You guys, nothing about sharing your truth and things that you're navigating in real life will be a Debbie Downer to your audience. That's not how I see it at all. That's not how storytelling even remotely works, right? You are not being a Debbie Downer when you admit to your, to your followers, to your people, to your audience, to your, to your, your community that you are in a valley. You are just being human, right? You are being real and authentic and you can even be open to receiving help. I know for me, when I shared the few posts on social media that I shared over the last couple of weeks, just really you know, speaking it out loud and admitting that I was going through a tough time. I had so many people from my community reach out to me, both publicly and privately, and they sent me encouragement. They sent me support and man, did I need it. It was so helpful. And so you have to be open and willing to receive the support that others will give you if you just share openly your story, right? This is truly storytelling as it's at its finest. I mean, you know, my whole tagline with light beamers is that when we share our stories, we shine a light. And if I can share even my story of being in the Valley, number one, I know it will shine a light for someone else who may be in the Valley right now. And that's super important, but that light also can get shown for me. And so receiving support, receiving encouragement from people in my community, because I shared my story to begin with helped shine the light back on me and to me to fill me up with the encouragement and the positive words and affirmation that I needed that would continue to help me on my journey of pulling through to the other side. And so, you know, that's real life. That's just really what's been going on 
over here in my world over the last few weeks. And I feel like if I'm going to have a podcast called the inside story, that again, it's very important that I share my inside stories with you. And I think it's important that I share stories like this because I always want to model that storytelling is safe. You know, storytelling is a way for you to, um, to document not only your own life, but to be a light for someone else, to be that light beamer and to let other people know that they are not alone, that they are not the only ones navigating a, a certain challenge. And here's the other thing. I know that the challenge of my own particular valley um, that I've been in in the last few weeks, that that challenge is not even the biggest challenge out there. There are people that have even bigger challenges than the valley that I was in currently. But it doesn't matter. We're not here to compare notes. We're not here to say one valley is more important than the other valley or one challenge is more difficult than the other challenge. When you're in it, it doesn't matter. You're not there looking to see. It's not like a, it's not, no one's winning a prize for having the hardest story to bear. No one's winning a prize for that. You just get the prize by getting yourself through it. So if you were in the valley um, and you're experiencing your own set of challenges right now, I hope that this podcast serves you to remind you that you're not alone. We are all going through life, navigating the ups and downs. We are all going through um, times when everything feels great. And there's times when everything feels like it's crashing down on us. There are times when our emotions are getting um, the ones that are calling the shots. Our emotions are getting the best of us. And, and I think that what I've learned from my most recent experience is that we don't need to rush that process. Sometimes it's important to just sit in the valley and get the lessons that you need because you're going to, through the valley for a, list, a reason. There is a lesson there. And when you can really sit in it and learn what that lesson is for you, then that lesson becomes something that is worthy of sharing later that will be used in a really powerful piece of storytelling that you can share with your audience and those around you and those that you love and care about. And that's when your story truly can shine a light. So that's my encouragement for you today. Be where you are. If you're at the top of your game and you're at the peak of the mountain, shout it from the rooftops and celebrate all that is good in your world. And if you're in the valley, be in the valley and just know that you're not alone and you keep climbing because I promise you're going to get to the other side. I am so grateful for this platform and for this community of light beamers and the listeners of the Inside Story podcast for creating space for me to come into your ears every week and to share my own stories like I'm getting to this week. It's always a great exercise for me to sit and think about my own stories. I've been thinking about this valley for several weeks now and really just digging deep so that I can, I can use this story. I never want any of my experiences to be something that gets wasted, you know? And so by bringing you my unedited, unfiltered, perfectly messy <laughs> stories is part of the process. So I thank you for being here with me today for this solo episode of the Inside Story podcast. And whether you are in the valley or standing on the mountaintop, I see you and I honor you wherever you are. Have a great week, Light Beamers, and I'll be back next week with another episode of the Inside Story podcast. I'll see you then. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Don't forget to give it a review and share this broadcast out with your friends and family. 
Now, did listening to this episode make you think more about your own story? Are you wondering which parts of your own story are relevant to share with others? This is the question I get asked more than any other. How do I share my story? Which parts of my story are worth sharing with other people? How can I make my story relatable so that others can benefit from it? I've taken my simple process that I've used for years as a journalist and broken it down into a three-part storytelling formula that will help you discover the key components of your own story and how to share it. It's a free resource I've created to help you become a light beamer by sharing your story. Simply go to www.lightbeamers.com and click on the big yellow button on the home page to download your story formula. I'd love to hear your story too, so be sure to join my free community on Facebook, the Light Beamers community, and share your story with me. I can't wait to learn more about you and the story that's inside of you. In the meantime, be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you can get notified when our next broadcast is live. You will want to stay tuned to the stories we are lining up for you next. I promise they are so good. As always, Light Beamers, I'm over here cheering for you. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.